0: Hey everybody, on this episode of Sampa Chance Wrestling, we're going to take a look at the road as it continues to build towards WrestleMania. Next stop, Elimination Chamber. Raw was all about that, building up that show in birth. Also, a look at AEW Dynamite. What was the big announcement that Tony Khan made and what implications does that have? All this and so much more. Plus, Sami Zayn. Is he going to go heel soon? On this episode of Sampa Chance Wrestling. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Sampa Chance Wrestling. I am your host, Bobby Sampson, joined as always, my man with the master plan, Mr. Chance Michaels. Michaels, how are you, brother? I'm feeling good. How about yourself? Man, I feel great. I mean, contrary to popular belief, I'm doing all right. Everything is beautiful, beautiful sunny day here today. Yeah, that's awesome. Can't go wrong with that. I think uh, spring might just be a little earlier than we expect. I sure Um, hope so. Yeah, man, but I mean, if any indication. But you know what? I will always say this. I will take cold and sunny over cold and gray.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on that, yeah.
0: Right? I I can handle the cold. We can layer up, right? So, I mean, from that perspective, it's all good. Rolling Stones, those boys are coming here soon. Looking forward to that.
1: Oh, yeah. They're going to rock, rock, blow the place, blow the roof off BC Place. I'll tell
0: you that. Oh, it's going to be amazing, man. and. Fine, I was thinking about it. Like, I didn't see too much of the halftime show, I didn't hear you know too much about it. Um, I don't know, man. What do you think?
1: I mean, it, it was okay, I guess, if you're into like that but kind of is. stuff.
0: That's the thing, there's a lot of people trying to
1: appeal to the younger crowd, I guess, even okay. though Watch was in his mid 40s, but I mean. I- I bet you A lot something... of dancing, he was roller skating around. I mean, yeah, yeah. I think the people 25 and under really liked it. But for me, no, I didn't care for it.
0: Before we get into the show, i got to say this. I found this Super Bowl in particular to be very, very heavily generated and, and geared towards women. Uh, a lot are saying that's the Taylor Swift effect. It is.
1: This is the most watched event in North America ever. 123 million people watched it. It's all the Swifties.
0: Yeah, you know, and, and I'll be honest, I kind of looked, I, I, I did dig deep on her a little bit because obviously she's not the music I listen to. I don't really yeah. follow her profile or what she's up to. I gotta say, man, of the choices out there for little girls to look up to, she's not bad choice, man. No. She, her music is pretty, is very clean. Uh, her her stage presence is very clean. She's she's not very, she doesn't sexualize things. Yeah, she's no. like a you know a mid thirties woman. Crying about teenage angst, but you know, it's not my genre. Yeah, she's a good role model. Yeah. You know, I got to give her respect for Lock that. A lot better man.
1: role model than her boyfriend is, i tell you that. Bumping <laughs> a coach like that almost knocked the old man over. If they would have lost that Super Bowl, we'd be saying Travis is out of control. Taylor Swift hasn't gone crazy because they won. We won't hear that. He almost knocked the old man over.
0: Yeah. Man, very he classless. Took it, he took it a little too seriously there. But you know what, though, man? I mean, those Chiefs were living them, were beating themselves. I'll say that. Yeah, they came out with the victory. But for most of that game, I think they were just beating themselves. And with all due respect to San Francisco, I mean that Kansas City defense was something else, man.
1: Yep, yeah, it was a good right? first it, half. Was kind of boring, but after that, yeah, it was.
0: Yeah, it really picked up. It really finish. picked up. All right, that's enough of that. Let's move on to what we know, and what we know is on Thursday we had the press conference, the slap heard around the world, full heel rock. Uh, Cody made his choice. Your takes on that. Um, press conference. If you have any,
1: it wasn't bad. It um, I don't know why they don't do it for a TV show. Do it on a Raw. Do it on a SmackDown. Show an hour of that. Why do that separate? So many people missed it. Yeah, you can watch it on YouTube, but it wasn't on regular TV. So I think a lot of people missed it. I know they're showing the clips during Raw and SmackDown and all that stuff, but to me, it should have been on a TV so you could actually everybody could see and know what's going on. Because Mike didn't even know about it. Um, I thought there's some good points. I thought there was some bad stuff too. You know. Seth Rollins was ignoring The Rock. and Rock bumped him, whatever he did there, and Seth is just totally ignoring him. So I thought that was, I didn't didn't make sense to
0: me. I'm not sure why Seth would do that. Um It was good. It wasn't bad. I got the point across. Um, it works out well, you know. Like I don't think Rock bad. will actually be in the ring now. I almost get the sense we're going to get like a Mike Tyson type of deal here, where he's going to go full heel. If
1: he if he doesn't Mike Tyson ref role, it's a waste because he's so big, he's so strong, he's talking all this crap. That he's just going to referee that. I think that's a waste.
0: Well no 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 meaning wise, like I don't think he'll actually be a referee. He'll just be ringside for the match. I don't think he's actually gonna have a match. I mean, the way they're kind of scripting it right now, it just unless something I think he's right, gonna
1: have a match. Yeah, I think he's gonna have a match.
0: Right? Unless unless something dramatic changes, I almost see him being more just as a presence outside if the that's range. the
1: case, then that's a waste of them because we've been talking they've been talking about this for two years, Rock Roman rock and wrestle me just going to stand outside the ring that's just a waste in let's, my let's opinion.
0: See. let's see how they build this up right but that's the way i, I, think... I
1: assume rock will be in some sort of match it was a tag match a triple threat match i don't know. like i said the iwc is controlling what they're going to do so the more they cry and yell and scream that'll dictate where this goes but uh if he stands outside the ring in the corner then i think it's just a big letdown with all the hype that it has he's got to get in the match
0: well i'm sure we'll we'll see what they do right i mean yeah they are planning it out they got a lot of time here so you know from 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 Friday, from from Thursday to Monday a lot changed you know what i mean it's just in terms of the direction the feeling of it from where we were from where we were before that even a lot of that's mm-hmm. changed so i mean that's the beauty of pro wrestling man on a dime it can flip and you'll forget about what happened yesterday yep. um yeah press conference was fun i really enjoyed it um i did take a little notice of certain things so when bianca was out there they were up to like, I don't know, 91,000 people watching or something. Or she's sorry, when she came out, it was 96. When she was near the end of her promo, it dropped to like 91. But when Rhea came out and Becky came out, that thing hopped all the way back up close to like 98,000 people. Comparatively to when Cody, The Rock, and all those guys were out there. There was over hundred and thirteen thousand people watching that segment. Thank you for that up. They had a hard
1: day. They couldn't even sell the T Mobile Arena for that. Hey, eh? so well, I, I know the IWC is pumping this up. There's only maybe what did they say? Like three thousand eight hundred people in there. That's no, no, like 15, no. Everyone 15, was 15, free. It was all
0: free tickets. Every yeah, everyone. but they
1: couldn't that's what I'm saying. They couldn't get fifteen thousand and they got four thousand people. I get it Super Bowl week. Most people there have a super bowl, but it didn't it didn't draw. I thought they'd sell the place out. This is not even
0: half full. Too, you would think so too. But like you said, with Super Bowl during during the day, this and that, and, the and this is football, my point.
1: Cody Rhodes is not a big draw only amongst that certain demographic of fans, younger fans. IWC, the casual guys don't give a crap about Cody Rhodes crying. I get it,
0: but here at the end of the day, most of those guys that are you know moaning and groaning for Cody are the guys that are paying all the bills, anyways, right? It's the casual fans not really bringing anything to the table. No, except but if you have once role, a year.
1: And you're in Vegas. This is a WrestleMania press conference. and You can't even get four thousand people. That's not a good sign. I know WrestleMania's already sold out, sells itself, but there was not a lot of buzz for it in Vegas at all.
0: So well, I'll, I'll, fair enough, man. But I mean, like I said, I mean, unfortunately, we couldn't be there. But um, you know, four thousand and two. But it, it was a, it was a fun it was a fun little it wasn't thing. Bad. It wasn't bad. I enjoyed yeah. it. I enjoyed it. Um, all right, so let's get on to Monday Night Raw here, really quick. The night starts off with the Usos, no opening promos, nothing. We got that later on in the show. Uh, the show starts off with the Usos, and, or sorry, with Jay Uso and the New Day going up against Imperium. Solid match, man. I mean, right now they're yeah. making, um, you know, Jimmy Jay look really, really good. Like, he looks like a guy who could actually dethrone him. Here's the only problem with it they're having their match on. Next week on Monday, I thought this that's was going to be, I thought this was going to be at the Elimination Chamber. I thought that's where it should have be. been, um, unless something happens in that match and then they make it where the rematch will be at the Elimination Chamber, right? Yeah. Um, I don't see, unfortunately, I don't see Jay being the guy at this moment to dethrone him. You
1: absolutely not, and I sure hope not. He's 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 okay as a tag team partner, but on himself by himself at least, I don't think he's Intercontinental Champion. Material, my personally, from I know he's popular with the fans, but he just I don't know. He needs that partner. Some guys are better in tags, and he's better with a tag partner. Jay and well, Jimmy are good. They have good chemistry. On his own, I think he's a little bit lost out there at times. It seems to me.
0: Well, believe it or and not,
1: Gunther's Gunther's the man right now. so young, he's so big, he's so strong that he's gonna, know. I think, retain retain the title for a while.
0: Well, let's see what he does, man. Like I said, I mean, he's 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 over six hundred days now. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with him. And if if it's not Jay, then who? Right? Like, I mean, you're running out of options of guys that actually can compete with him. So, it's kind of like, what are they going to do? I guess we'll find out in due time. All right, Elimination Chamber qualifying match. Bobby Lashley against Bronson. Reed. I really enjoyed this match, man. Yeah, that was good. Uh, Bronson is just a big powerhouse of a man. The way he manhandled him, I mean, Bobby's a big guy too. 6'3", 270. But he, he he looks small in front of Bronson Reed.
1: Yeah, I'm glad to see Bronson back out. He's been out for a little bit for a while, and it's good for him to go against a veteran. Um, work the strong style, and uh, yeah, it was a good match. Had good chemistry.
0: Well, good when big
1: boys come out, seeing all the little guys all the time.
0: Well, personally, what I really appreciated was that move that Bobby did when he picked him up off the top rope. Now, to pull off moves like that, you're going to have your dad's partner to support you, right? But still, even with the support, you have to have a level of strength to be able to pull a move off like that, man. Bobby sure does. Solid, solid match. My only problem is, like, I have no problem with Bobby going over, but with the elimination in in Perth, in Australia, in his hometown, I almost felt that, you know, that spot would have been suited better for, for, for the big man.
1: Yeah, I don't disagree with that
0: um all right well that was easy uh, so so we have an interview with zami Zayn, and i mentioned this in the intro a little bit you know zami's on a bit of a losing skit very different from where he was last year this time um but i'm hearing backstage like from backstage rumors and whatnot that they may be doing a uh, repackaging and he might come back as a heel man because the last couple of weeks he's ended up in matches with guys that he's helped defend against and, you know, he, he's kind of lost every single time. So, I mean, he's, he's three in a row. He's lost to Shinsuke. He lost to Drew. And then I think he lost to someone else before that as well. But it for sure, guaranteed two to three match losing streak. um, I think, you know what? Maybe being Sammy Heal is going to probably be better for him going forward. I think
1: absolutely better, better for him. Look at the guy. He looks like he's your gardener or landscaper. He does not look like a professional wrestler. People say, oh, they can look however they want to look. If you put Sami Zayn in the crowd and take a picture of him, he'd blend right in. So he can play that heel card. He can say, "I'm not in shape. I don't train. I'm the, you know, he's the anti-hero because he, he doesn't take care of his body. He doesn't hone his craft. So he could be that angry. You guys won't give me the belt because I don't look like this guy. I don't look like, you know, Roman or all your prototypical wrestlers. So he can he can be a great heel and kind of play that whiny, you know, pest, which he is. And yeah. uh, I think he'd be great at it. Hope yeah, he does. Yeah. He's very talented.
0: No, yeah, 100%. And he's good at that role, too, the antagonist. He's like that pesky little guy that's always around. He is, yeah. Right? He did a great job of it when he was doing it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Cody Roosevelt, what do you guys want to talk about? He talks about the press conference. He talks about the slap. He says, hey, I didn't say anything disparaging or wrong about your ancestors. All I said was they would be very upset with you guys the way you're acting. Um, you know, and then hits the music, and here's Seth Rollins. Seth is out. Seth says that, basically, I'm paraphrasing here, but you know what? I really enjoyed this promo. I thought it was a lot of fun. I
1: did, too, but I don't understand why they keep doing this. We've already went through Cody and Seth in the ring how many times. They did a little crybaby session, but why do they need to be back in the ring again if we already know It's Cody and Roman. Why do they need to keep doing this? I don't. It's just. I I think a just
0: to keep Seth in the picture somehow, right? I mean, just going forward, like I don't know what role Seth is going to play in any of this. You know, like he said, "I will be your shield." Like he's going to support him. I mean, Seth talked out. He Seth came out. He basically said, "Look, here's the deal, man. Like you know, we have we've had our problems, blah blah blah, but I want you to win. Everyone in the back wants you to win." Because that story rears his ugly head again. And that was one cool comment that I I forgot to mention that I wanted to bring up uh, from the press conference when Cody said to them, like, you know, you guys, you know, basically show up for work once or twice every year. Sort of a deal. You know, you haven't done anything for the last two years. Mm. Um, You know, I thought that was kind of funny. Um,
1: That make millions of dollars in Hollywood Hollywood and become a global icon. while he was barely noticed in AEW. But he was also talking
0: about Roman too, though. He was also referring to Roman. But like I said, was, though, like,
1: they, they have a special quality about them that Cody and Seth don't have. So they'll never get that kind of spot because they're never going to be that kind of star. It's just the hey, reality of
0: it. I, I won't disagree with you. And like I said to you before, man, it's guys like The Rock, Stone Cold, Hulk Hogan even to a mm-hmm. certain extent. Um, you know, Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar even to, you know. Yeah, even Brock Lesnar, man. Uh, you get those guys on, your checks will have extra zeros. You know everything. Yeah. Like everything goes up when they're there around. So, you know, I think these, these younger guys need to understand. A lot of it is
1: jealousy because you know Cody Rhodes can't go to UFC and become a USC champion. Seth can't go make millions of dollars in the movies. And they're just not. They're just not able to do that. And these well, certain guys what, man, are. Ninety nine. A little bit bitter about it.
0: Ninety nine percent of wrestlers can't. Right. No. It's that one percent that can. Right. So I mean, it's just not Seth. It's everybody. So yeah, but but they go back and forth. Things. I'm honestly
1: like, I love Seth's work, but I'm getting a little bit tired of uh, his fake laugh, crying all the time, the way he's dressing. Like i he's kind of getting tired, and I think that it's time to get that belt off of him if he's hurt. Let him take a little bit of a break. I love the guy; he's an amazing talent. But I think his act is wearing thin. Maybe take a few months off, heal yourself up, give the strap to somebody else, and we uh, start here because.
0: Well, I mean, there's only I think so many that... times
1: I can watch that guy cry on Monday Night Raw.
0: I think that might just happen here at WrestleMania. He is pretty banged up. He does need some time off, and this might be that time. Who knows? Yeah. Right. I mean, that's what WrestleMania is all about. He's had a few WrestleMania moments. Now it's that's Seth Rollins is that stage of his career where he starts he has to start giving back now to some of the younger guys. You know what I mean? Or some of the guys that haven't had the opportunity that have worked just as hard as he has. So, you yeah. know, um, you know, There's it, the thing about wrestling, they think
1: every wrestling is the hardest work or the best talent. Everybody works hard.
0: Call it call it an early prediction. I think Drew goes on to win the Elimination Chamber, and I think Drew goes on to win the world title, um, you know, because yeah. I think Drew did say something. I haven't done anything wrong. Yeah, okay. I've attacked some guy. He's attacked some guys from the back, but if you think about it, the path to the world title, he's working just as hard as everyone else. Going, qualifying, going to the Chamber, winning the Chamber, going to Mania, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, from that perspective, you can't go wrong. Um, but yeah, so basically the segment ends with him with with uh Seth basically telling him like look, you had a hell of a wall or, or a deck stacked against you last WrestleMania with Solo, both Usos, you know, and Paul Heyman. Now you got the Rock in that corner as well, right? So he goes, I'll be your shield. I don't know what that means. I don't know if Seth is going to be out there ringside on on night 1 or, or 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 on the main event or whatever the case may be. So we carry on to watch the show to find out how this plays out. Women's elimination chamber matches up next. We have Liv Morgan on the Revenge Tour going up against Zoe Starks. Pretty straightforward match. Yeah. Uh, pretty hard hitting, man. I'll be honest. I'll take that. I'll say that much for them. Like you know, the, the, these girls weren't playing softly. They were playing pretty hard. It was pretty snug. Uh, good showing by Liv coming back. I thought Zoe was going to win because she still has charges against her pending on uh, drug charges. And Australia is really, really strict about those things. If you look into boxing, they wouldn't let Bill Haney into the country. So, yeah, I,
1: well, you know, but, have, but, every country has different rules on these guys that break the law. Right. So,
0: well, no, this is Australia. Same place. Yeah.
1: No, I don't feel bad for her. I mean, she knew what she was doing was wrong. She still did it. I mean.
0: No, no, no. Well, what I'm saying is she won, which means she's going to Australia. I thought yeah. Zoe would have won because I didn't think the government would let her in. Yeah. Right? So, it just shows, like, I don't understand how their law works. I guess maybe it was a misdemeanor. I don't know. Maybe that flies. Well, it so, was a
1: violent offense. It was not violence.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. So, that match ends, and we have Liv Morgan in the Elimination Chamber. Um, Solid match. You know, it was all right. I, no issue with it. Our Truth is trying to find out if the Miz can get here. Why? Because before that, we had Our truth walking with the judgment day going to the ring. It was our truth against JD McDonough. Yet the dude's still walking with the crew. They stop him and tell him basically for the last time, Damien didn't make it, you know, complicated. Straight up, we're we're you're not a part of this crew, and we're going to execute you tonight. And that led yeah. R-Truth calling The Miz, who wasn't in attendance. He's at home with Maurice, who's recovering from illness. Um, you know, she, she had some tumors in her stomach, apparently. That's too bad. Yeah, yeah. So he's at home with her, so he couldn't be there. So basically, they come out. And I'll say this, man. R-Truth, for, for what he does, that guy can still go. Yeah, he moves. But he's
1: slowed down to the limit. He is a he's he's slowed, big. He's yeah, He was good.
0: Screw move that he does, no one else does that. Yeah, he's good, At his age, this dude's almost mid-50s or, you know, late-50s. And still to pull that move off, man, that's insane. He's in great shape.
1: He's taking care of his body. Oh,
0: absolutely. All right, so the match ends as we expected. JD gets this his finisher out of nowhere, wins the match. All four guys come in the ring, start beating him out, and your favorite two dudes come out. The DIY guys came, cleared the ring with two chairs. Now, this was my favorite part of it, the batch date segment. Where they're in the back and he thinks they're DX and (laughs) refers to Ciampa as the game and Shawn Michaels to Johnny Gargano. Pretty funny. I thought it was all right. It was pretty cool. I enjoyed it. I had no problem. Becky's out. She's going to have a little chat. She talks about how hard the road's been, what she sacrificed. And failing to mention, like, yeah, you're going on to the Elimination Chamber. You're going to go on to face Rhea Ripley. But Rhea Ripley has an appointment at the Elimination Chamber, and she comes out to confront her. Here comes Nia Jackson. and she goes, I wish I can be a mom like you, this and that. I don't know if it was sincere, tongue-in-cheek. But she ends it saying, you'll get to WrestleMania, but that's as far as you're going to get, because you're not going to get through me, because I'm going to beat Rhea Ripley. Out comes Mommy. Mommy comes out, tries to get a lick in, but Nia, man, they're just keeping her really, really strong, man. It's just showing uniquely,
1: she's so big and so strong. It wouldn't be real if she kept it weak, so I'm glad they're booking her very I know,
0: Rhea, Rhea herself is such a strong individual. Not compared to Nia Jax. Nia's just a beast. But it close. Uh, Becky's standing there having a drink with her drink because she did a toast to the crowd, um, and then she gets squashed, so then she ends up doing a drop kick, a missile drop kick off the top rope. That ends that Rhea with the boot, knocks her down, stare down between Rhea and uh, Becky, and that segment ends, and we go to the main event of the evening, which is Sami Sammy Zayn, Shinsuke Nakamura, 15 minutes long. Thanks for bringing that
1: up. Why does Nakamura keep getting all these Raw main events? For what reason and what purpose? I don't understand why. They're just throwing him out there. He never wins. Why?
0: i just keeping it in the mix. I don't know, bro. Why do they yeah, do I don't know. No, I'm just saying, like, it just, I, I watch some
1: of this booking and writing. The, the question is,
0: why do they do half the things they do?
1: No, I know. I just, like, I've I seen him again. It's like, why does he got to keep that in the raw main events? He's not even in a major program. He's just fighting random guys. And, uh, yeah, he's not a bad worker. He's a good worker. But, like, do you have to have Nakamura every I think main event, every raw.
0: I think they're just trying to keep him relevant and, you know, just just kind of like, you know. I mean, besides that, I can't think yeah, of it. Yeah, they could time. have him
1: in the middle of the mat, like a middle of the card, isn't like Every who wants to watch Nakamura every raw.
0: I also you know? think this has to do with what I said about Sammy earlier going heel. This is just another peg along that road. So, in terms of the ongoing story that they're trying to build for Sammy, I believe that Shinsuke was just a cog in it all, right? I mean, he may come back later on. You know, who knows, man? Maybe you'll get, I mean, at one time. Sammy and Shinsuke were a faction. They, they were a little team together, right? So that this could build towards something there as well. Like the disgruntled crew. Who knows? But sure. basically, it ends with Drew coming out, not touching, not doing anything, just causing the distraction, allowing Shinsuke to get to Shinsaska, finish it off. One, two, three. They start beating him up. And what would Rob be without Cody running out to make the save? And uh, it's almost like he knows because he dresses so well for his segment. He does but, not dress well, but then backstage the dude's wearing his tracksuit, so you know something's going to go down. If you're personally, you should have just stayed in the suit to keep that element of surprise, right? Like I know he has his bus. I know he lives off of the bus when he's on the road. Yeah, but man, you shouldn't have worn the tracksuit. You're just kind of giving it away. So. Cody comes, makes the save, and that's basically the end of Raw. SmackDown didn't really give us anything. So we're gonna get the Rock and um the Rock and what's his face, uh Roman. Sorry. Right. Uh they're gonna be there to explain themselves. So we see full heel Rock, and I'm curious to see how that plays out. So something to look forward to this Friday. AEW, very right,
1: before we close it off, I just hope Rock keeps hammering home. All- the cry baby road stuff.
0: Oh, cry yeah. baby
1: Cody fans, because Cody is a crybaby and his fans are crybabies. And he needs to keep hammering that at home. Yeah. I and I believe he him sound that. like what sees make him sound like weak yeah. and keep on how he puts his foot on their neck and really hammers that out. Oh, somebody needs to say it.
0: I'll be honest, I think the direction that they're moving in with some of the promos that we've seen, the way they're talking, we're gonna get more edgier content. And I think Rock will be that guy to set that standard going forward. If this is a new era, like Triple H said, if this is a new thing that, you know, a new era, um, you know, and, and the direction that they're going in, I mean, really, they're, they're not limited to much in terms of restrictions with Netflix. So if you're setting the tone, if you're setting it all up, I mean, this is the guy who's going to do it. So I think we're going to see that. I mean, I'd be very surprised if it's not. Because, I mean, it's really being brought to light. Before we move on, Pat McAfee, I know you're not a huge fan, but, brother, I have to ask you, I think he's doing a lot better. I think... I just think he's, this, this doesn't come
1: across as real to me. It comes across as contrived and fake, and it's too over the top. You know what? He says some his, funny
0: stuff. But no,
1: even his, his radio show, yeah. football stuff, I don't like anything that he does. All he right, fair enough, man. I tried.
0: Like I, tried. I tried. I like Pat McAfee, and I've been fair paying enough. attention to him a bit more. And to be fair, you know, his, his calling... And his moves, like, he knows his moves now. He knows what's going on. So he's he's more in tune with the product. He, he sounds better, man. I know you're not a fan. I just wanted to throw that no, out. No, I never
1: liked the guy. Even at his radio show, just don't care for the guy. He's okay, but, I mean, if I was in charge,
0: I wouldn't have him out there, personally. All right, fair play, fair play. AEW, very quickly, let's just touch on Dynamite. Um, not a bad show, man. We were talking about it off air a little bit. The Swerves Rickland against Hangman Page, which opened up the show solid match by these two and you know what i like about it you're seeing a very quiet dual change here where swerve is more of the face now and and hangman is taking on more of the heel role and that was pretty clear at the end of the match so they basically went toe to toe to toe to toe swerve was about to win but they ran out of time which is a rare i actually like that that where the time actually plays a role you know what i mean Like, 20 minutes, yeah, 20 minutes, that bell rang, right? I mean, that was old-school-style wrestling where the timekeeper still actually had a role. Um, But, you know, two count, the bell rings, match is over, it's a draw. I think that
1: match was better than anything we've seen on Raw. That match alone was better. It's had better chemistry. They got a good story. They got the home invasion. They got the blood in the mouth. Like, and I'm not the hugest Hangman Page fan, but I think that match right there was better than any match we've seen on Raw. I, I think AW has a golden opportunity now with, with many not around. We're going to see WB a little more AW style with Gargano and Pete Dunn and all these kind of guys that look like AW guys. Yeah. This AW's chance right now to make it, and they're never going to take over that I get that. But there's a chance to make a huge push here and say, wait a minute. We are almost, they are almost, they're not always wanting to be different, but they're going to be like, this is similar. We got similar athletes, similar small guys. This is AW's chance to really, really go and really push the show with this thing stuff and gain a little bit of ground without, you know, with Triple H is more of a kind of books like Tony Khan in a way, but different. So this is a chance for Tony to, to gain a little ground here. They better not drop it. The, they will, but they, better, they can really run to
0: something here. Well, Let's see what they do. Like I said, man, everything. Because games. when I was thinking about the first thing I thought about,
1: besides Bobby Lashley and Bronson Reed, when I watched Dynamite and I watched Raw, I'm thinking to myself, the difference in talent is not that much. There's not that much that, like, yes, Cody Rhodes is a bigger star than most guys on Dynamite. There's not that much of a difference in star power anymore. They're kind of it's kind of starting to even out a little bit now. Raw's got better production, and I get it, it's WWE, but AEW's got a chance to make some ground up
0: here. They have potential, like I said. I mean, they're still in the game, right? I mean, anything is anything, anything is possible. Um, but like I said, I, I mean, I, I'm I'm gonna hold my judgment on 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 what you're saying till I see a little bit more after WrestleMania uh, to see the direction and everything. Like you know, just kind of let the dust settle with with everything that's been going on. Mm-hmm. And you know, yeah, I mean, you might be right. And mm-hmm. I might be right. Who knows? We might both be right. Delicious. I'm going to. I mean, I've
1: always been gonna... like WWE. And like, they got the better production. And they're so far ahead. They've been doing mm-hmm. it for so long. The, it's like Vince built a mansion. He said, guys, come live in my mansions. Already, the bones are already there. All you got to do is sweep the floor and vacuum the rug, right? Yeah. AEW is still building. But if you look at what Triple H is doing, he's not doing much different than Tony Khan is. With this kind of little guy stuff. And uh, this is a chance for AEW to really push the line here.
0: Well, here's a little something. something We're talking about Triple H and, and Tony Khan and stuff like that. So Undertaker on his Six Feet Deep Undertaker podcast, uh, he was talking about Triple H and his style. And he says the vibe backstage is very calm. He's not one to yell at anybody. He's not one, like he'll get angry, but he doesn't yell at anybody. Yeah, I um, He also said along the lines that you look at the crew right now backstage, not just the talent, but production and everything else—they're all young. It's kind of like a new generation has kind of come in because you got to figure eventually. But the
1: problem with that is like I'm—I'm glad Taker said it because I've always been saying Triple H is a cool guy. He—he's the millennial dad. He's the kind of guy that he's not going to yell at the kid. He's not going to tell you to clean the room, you moron. Well, Vinnie Map would—he demands excellence. He demands greatness. Triple H doesn't, and you can see that. What I've always been saying—you can right. see that on Raw now with these guys. But- Certain guys that are there, Vinnie would never have them out. No, no, 100 percent that, but that will bite him in the butt eventually.
0: Okay, I agree with you. He's like Tony the, Khan. Okay, but here's the problem with everything you're saying. And and you know what? This goes to more of a social dynamic than a wrestling dynamic. You got an old school guy with a bunch of young people who can't handle that kind of in general, anywhere. Okay, it's just not wrestling. So, you know, it, it just kind of like I agree with Vince's style. You agree with Vince? Oh style. yeah, it's way better. Oh, it works, but unfortunately, even if Vince was there, he would something would have to change because of the generation that's kind of coming in. Like I said, on both sides of the ledger, you got young people in production, you got young people writing, you got young people as as you know working in the truck. So it's just a whole different generation of people that are, and I, I, please, I apologize. I'm not referring to all of them as such. No, no, you're right. It's but a soft generation. It's coming, <laughs> it's
1: coming like AEW now. What Tony yeah, Khan, Khan is doing is the cool guy. There's a yeah. the guy that won't discipline you. Like, I'll give you an example. If some guy, if CM Punk went off on a press conference, Triple H, or Triple H wouldn't do nothing to him. Vince would yank yank that mic out of his hand. You don't do that. You know what I mean? Like, so yes, Triple H is a better booker than Tony, but he's not
0: far ahead of Tony. When well, you see, when you watch their shows, they're very similar. Well, let's find out. You know what? I'm going to pay more attention to that going yeah, forward. No, I've noticed that, and I'll, I'll, I'll see. I'll, I'll give you. My I think Chris
1: Jericho on. said it best. Tony Khan is a fan of the business. Triple H is a fan of the business too, but he's got a little more business acumen because Vinny trained him up.
0: Well, he trained him up, but well, he also... Vince
1: is a businessman. See, yeah. Tony and Triple H aren't businessmen. That's the difference.
0: Okay, yeah, but 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 you know, both are fans of the business, but the one thing that he does have over Tony Khan is he lived the business.
1: Yeah, he was in the ring,
0: Yep, yeah. Right? So, I mean, that will always separate the two. But, hey, let's see where they all go with this. Uh, Tony Khan, big announcement, big show happening in Boston early March, mid-March, I believe it is. That basically is just him saying indirectly, read between the lines, Sasha Banks is going to make her debut. The show's in Massachusetts and Boston. That's her hometown, so that's yep. going what's going to happen there. Overall, AEW wasn't too bad. Uh, we both the match was about great. the uh, yeah, um, wow, those, 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 those two weeks in a row. I
1: said it last week, I'll say it again. That Hincharo guy, as far as WWE and AEW, because we do talk about both, he's outperformed anybody, I think. He's done moves that we don't even have names for. They yeah. call me this can't even come up with a name. You got Taz and and all those guys there, and Excalibur—they can't even think of a name for these moves because yeah. he's so innovative. And uh, I enjoy what, watching what, him. Right what what I love my about, favorite I to
0: watch right now? Well, what I love about watching with him is he's so fluid.
1: He mm, just makes fluid. it
0: look it's like—if you really want to think of it—kind of like watching early Michael Jackson dance. Just that fluid fluidity. Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? um he he's really good but that really means good. it like i said to you you also have to write dance partners in order to oh yeah i need you.
1: somebody that can that can roll around too yeah right but that's why i know brian and uh claudio are, are perfect for that for him
0: yeah yeah yeah. all right brother man i tell you what i think we've jibber jabbered on quite a bit here um mm. good week of wrestling we have two okay. more shows to go maybe i guess three two live shows and probably one recorded show before elimination chamber Dynamite Might is tomorrow night, so kind of curious to see where they go with that. We forgot to mention Sting has won the Tag Team Championships in AEW. A gesture, I guess, we, you know, more or less just a gesture uh, yeah. as, as he's walking out the Thank door. Thank you. But, like I said to you off-air, I really think, like, you know, it's a nice gesture and everything, but you didn't need to do that for him. No, he and doesn't
1: need the
0: belts. I think that takes away from the young guys who do have those belts. You know, they needed it more. And I, I, I leave you with this question, and I put this question to the fans. After he leaves, what happens to Derby Allen? Hopefully, I guess they're thinking
1: that he's had a big enough push, a big enough rub with Sting. Sting's taught him a lot. Hopefully that he can uh, keep upping his career. Sting is just retiring from in-ring action. Nobody's saying that he can't imagine the outside of the ring. So maybe that means he's done completely. We don't know. But hopefully,
0: Sting's taught him a lot. Um, yeah. But do you think he's world title
1: Absolutely
0: not. Okay. Absolutely Thank you. Just not. wanted to clear that up because I guarantee within this year, they're going to push him hard for the heavyweight title. I sure hope not. He's a, uh, no, not, no, he does some cool stuff. But no. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, Chance, I tell you what, let's wrap this baby up and let's go our separate ways. We'll come back together this Thursday for the boxing show. So everybody, my name, Bobby Sampson, his name, Chance Michaels.
1: And in the words of the great ACDC, those that download, like, and subscribe to the podcast, we salute you.
0: We do salute you. And in the words of Ed Whalen, before that, everyone, just have a safe rest of your week. Play it safe. Take your time. Don't rush. Everything is everything. Just remember there's someone waiting for you at the other end always. And on that note, in the words of Ed Whalen, in the meantime and in between time, that's it for Stampin' Chats. Everyone, have a great rest of your week.